This episode of At The Bar is recorded on the lands of the Ghana people and we pay our respects to Elders past, present and emerging. I'm Jane Gretch and welcome to At The Bar, a podcast about running a dance studio, the highs, the lows and everything in between. As a dance studio owner, business coach, leadership expert, and the founder and author of Dance Step, a dance student teacher education program, my mission is to educate, encourage, and empower all I serve. Each week, I'll share a mixture of solo episodes and interviews, sharing ideas, hopefully making you smile, and reminding you that you are not alone. So, What are we waiting for? Join me at the bar. Welcome to another episode of At The Bar. My name's Jane Gretch and I love that you're here with me. My regular guest, Melanie Gard, Principal of Peninsula School of Dance in Mornington Peninsula is back. And I think you're gonna love this chat. It's heartfelt and honest, just the way we like it. This episode is brought to you by my December group coaching workshop, plan with purpose on December the 14th. I'll be teaching how to take the dreams and visions you have for your studio and turning them into tangible, actionable, strategic plans. I completely nerd out on this stuff. Strategy shows up as one of my strengths. So I can promise you I'll make it fun, useful, and it's completely what I do for my business. And if you can't join me live, the session will be recorded for you to do in your own time. And you can find the booking link in my bio. Back at the bar with my mate now. Hello, how are you going? So good, Miss Jane. Very happy to be with you at the bar today, drinking my water. Water <laughs> and coffee. Today is brought to you by water and coffee. Um Actually, we're recording in the morning and I've not yet had my coffee, so this could go one or two ways. I realised last week I had exams and I drank probably this week's quota of coffee as well and I had a few adverse reactions. So I'm trying to just wean, wean a little bit. I was a little bit crazy, but I'm glad you've got coffee. I I am. Um, so last episode, which feels like forever ago, we came up with the idea of having a word to kind of take us through our chat. And I found one for us today, which is hilarious because we'd already discussed about what we were going to talk about. And then we found this word and we're like, yeah, that's that's about it right there. So the word is spuddle, a useful verb from the 17th century that means to work feebly. That's a good one, isn't it? Feebly and ineffectively. <laughs> because your mind is elsewhere, yes, it is, or you haven't quite woken up yet, could be true, to be extremely busy while achieving absolutely nothing. So are you in a bit of a spuddle, Miss Mel? (laughs) I'm spuddling away over here in Melbourne at the moment, and I think it's just the perfect term, spuddle, spuddle, spuddle. (laughs) I'm over here spuddling. We're not paddling anymore. We're not paddling. We're just spuddling. (laughs) Yes, I'm in a bit of a spuddle too. I think I find November 
even like in, you know, air quotes, normal times, a challenge because it, it's so close to the end. Like we love what we do, but my God, we give everything to it. And so then we get to November and we're like, just got to make it till December. Um, so, yes, I feel like that's where I'm I'm spuddling right there with you at the moment. Um, um, just before we jumped on to that, you know, at the start of this year, we were all saying, fantastic, 2021, goodbye, 2020. And we felt like we could sort of tie a bow on that year, didn't we? And then this year happened and there won't be any tying of bows on anything. At the be, no, no tying of bows. Everybody will be like, hurry, happy new year, yeah. maybe. Uh Look, we've got to have hope, though. We've got to we've got to try as much as we can to be optimistic. Um, so, yeah, you know, this is the time, I guess, leading into that downtime. Like, we've just got to get through this last push. Some of us are better at finishing things than others. You know, some of it is it's our zone of genius. I've got about oh, four million projects that are eighty percent done. And I am not so great at, like, I'm not a huge completer finisher, you know, like, I, unless there's a due date, unless I'm accountable to somebody else, then I'm fantastic because, of course, I'm a people pleaser and I don't want to let anybody down, right? But yeah. the projects that I'm only accountable to myself for, which are most of mine these days, um, yeah, I got a lot. So what I'm going to try and do is get out of my spuddle and get some of those done. I, I didn't say all because, like, I'm a realist, but get some of them done. Push, yeah. push. It's such a, it's an, such an entrepreneurial trait, isn't it, that the excitement of starting yeah. something and creating something and then oh, the completion phase is yeah. so boring. boring. <laughs> <laughs> Which goes into, there's a great book on that. We weren't going to riff on this, but there's a great book on that. Um, I think from memory it's called Rocket fuel and it's about how you know entrepreneurs are visionaries um which is the word i've been using all all this week because um i've been helping a lot of people with their vision and writing mine um so yeah we're, we're the visionaries but we need an integrator and an integrator is like that completer finisher it is that person that then the visionary is accountable to and i probably do lack that at the moment just in my setup I don't really have an integrator that's like, all right, um, come on, Jane, <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah, I'm going to write that down because I think that's a gap for me as well at the moment. And mm. I'm in that space where I'm really, where I really am regrouping after the last two years and re-looking at how I'm structuring parts of my team and who I want to do what. Um, at the moment, oh, you're not going to believe this, at the moment I have responsibility for enrolments. <laughs> I haven't done for a very long time. It's not going well. No. <laughs> yeah. I'm really bad at it. I'm like, oh, because I just thought, oh, it won't be so many because we've mm. just opened. It's just going to be a few people. Yeah. yeah. It's not going well at all. And I'm like, I really didn't sign up for this. <laughs> <laughs> but it's also just that like, okay, yeah, this was fine in the early days because it was mm. exciting and I was setting it up and putting in place all the systems and mm. I've done it for years. And I tell you what, I don't want to do it again either. So no, it's funny. I Yeah, I've got a few jobs like that too, like um, for Dance Step. Um, 
I through you know throughout COVID, and I know your organisation did too. Like our organisational charts have changed, and not particularly because we moulded them that way, just through response to all of this outside stuff that's going on and people's needs change. And I'm looking at my organisational chart and going, well, I don't know if I've got anybody in their zone of genius anymore. And I'm certainly not in mine. I'm I'm on customer service emails. Now, I, I write lovely customer service emails, but the job does not fill me with joy. I have, I have kind of shifted it in my brain to now being like, no, this is a really great way to connect with people. <laughs> right? And so I'm making sure I'm answering queries and then also taking the time to connect. And that has made it more fun. I'm like, oh yeah, no, this is, this is fine. But it's not my, like, I don't like, oh, let's see how many emails I have to respond to today. How exciting. It's not my zone of genius. That's why I have, you know, Susie at Dance Arts doing it. Um, yeah. So how, what are you going to do then? Like, we've got this time, I guess, you know, to get to the end of the year and then there's that January time and then February, it's bang on again. What are you doing to regroup? Where, where are you at? What What's in your head? Well, what's in my head at the moment is um, a lot of spuddling. <laughs> spuddle. Spuddle, spuddle, spuddle. Um, it, I, I need to find a few ways to get out of survival mode because that's mm-hmm. what I've been and... Like you say, our organisations don't look like they did two years ago. Um, and I had a a lot of hours spent on administration two years ago and I've really carved that back to the bare minimum at the moment because it's been about survival. Yeah. And, yes, I'm doing things in the business that I haven't done for a long time. Um, but I need to, what I need to do is work out how can I move from that survival mode into a mode where I'm feeling fulfilled and not beaten down by all these little things that are kind of just really annoying me at the moment. Mm. Um, I think for me, I just need, I honestly just need some time out, just completely phone off, emails off, and that will come after Christmas. Mm. Yeah, where we don't know what day it is, what my name is, what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where we eat like random things for breakfast because it's on the platter from the night before and potentially is not food safe, but well, living on the edge. If you feel a bit sick in the afternoon, you just have a nap. It's fine. Yeah. Yes. The other thing I'm doing, I've got, I mean, you and I sort of are big on our little notebooks, but I just, each time I find something that resonates with me at the moment I'm just trying to write it down and because I like I'm finding because I am in survival mode I'm not remembering things like I normally do and possibly also because I'm in perimenopause dare I say (laughs) help me um so I'm just trying to write little bits and pieces down so then I can flick back and go oh yeah that was a really good thought I need to remember that and um yeah, so I'm just trying to give myself some grace yeah. but just put in place some little strategies so that when I am ready to really yeah. go, okay, what, make some of those bigger decisions that I'm ready for it. I don't feel ready at the moment. I To be really honest, I feel really anxious at the moment so it's not a good time to make decisions um, because the anxious brain doesn't make good decisions, does it? No, no. Yeah. 
out of fear and I think I just need to give my nervous system time to just calm down mm. and, yeah, not make decisions based on what I fear might be. Yeah, need- yeah. Oh, definitely, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that's I think, you know, all the rules are out the window as well. Like we chatted last time about timetables and re-enrolments and things like that. And just because we've done something one way for the last 10 years, I, I really want people to accept the fact that they don't have to keep doing that. Like, yes, it's worked for you because you've got, it, it's, you've been doing it for 10 years a certain way because it's worked for you. But don't put that pressure on yourself, you know. So it might be that for some studios they don't have a timetable out until January because their brain is right where yours is and they're like, you know what, I can't even do this right now. Mm-hmm. But after the new year when I've had, you know, that week, as, you, as you've described, it'll come to me quite easily and it might almost feel fun and then I can put it out to my families, whatever, like then that's just one example, but there's a whole lot of stuff that it's like, let's just take, um, you know, grace, you used the word grace, and it's one of my favourite words. I just feel like we should all be a little bit kinder to ourselves. Um, But it's hard. It's hard because we are a certain type of people. Business owners are a certain type of people. They generally fall, like if we were to do a survey, I think there would be a lot of things that were common amongst us and kind of that high achieving, you know, what, uh, visionary, excitable, let's create stuff kind of person would show up. But those people, they're tired. <laughs> it's okay to be the leader and to be tired and to and nobody else. I think this is my big thing. Oh, I've got a really good story. Um, nobody, if you're the leader, nobody else is going to give you permission to rest. They're not. People are going to demand of you um whatever they need from you because that's what humans do and they look to you because you're the leader and you're superhuman and you always show up. And so if you're going to wait for your family or your your team's permission to have some time, they're not going to give it to you. And I didn't tell my story, but my story is kind of funny now Um, because a couple of years ago it was just before I went to Disneyland, before the world erupted. So it was like November 2019. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I I um, had a preschool concert and we had these little grass squares, like fake grass squares, and the kids were going to jump on them because normally we jump on like these foam things anyway. And I had this thought. I was like, oh, hold on. This might not be safe. Like they might slip. So I I jumped with full force on this grass square side stage and completely like went A over T, like smacked down on my coccyx, right? Knocked my head on the side of the stage. Nobody was there except me lying with my, my little fake grass, like completely knocked out. Then I came to. And I was like, whoa. And I could hear my dance steppers, God bless them, at the front. And I was like, um, hello. And they're like, oh, yeah, if you go to Kmart, like you can get bath bombs there. And they're only two. And I was like, oh, my God, I love you guys, but hello. So I just kept on calling out. Anyway, it was all fun. I got up. I spent the rest of the day. This is the bit. I didn't go home. I spent the rest of the day playing the music. I did. I did a welcome speech that I have no recollection of, right? I was 
I think I I was like stuffed in the head, um, <laughs> <laughs> like with reason. You're being a martyr, weren't you? Yeah, right. I, I think I had concussion, and I was like, "Welcome to it." What I needed, and later I said to to Brian, "I think I needed somebody to tell me to go home." Mm. And and he's like, "Well." What, you should have just gone home. Like, we would have been all right. And, and I was like, oh, my God, I've got this all wrong. They're never yeah. going to tell me to go home. They're like, oh, look at her. She's up. Oh, she's doing the speech. Oh, a bit weird. Oh, she's a bit wobbly, right? But none of them thought to to be the leader because they're not the leader. Um, and I was angry. <laughs> I remember. I think I got the message that yeah. <laughs> well, I think because it took a couple of days to, like, to understand to, what to process. Yeah, I think it was Tuesday and I was still bedridden and I was like, you know what, I've actually, I spent a week in bed, I could not move. Mm. I, and I was about to lead a team, you know, for three weeks overseas and I couldn't move. So fantastic. And I, I do remember it just kind of dropping down by about Tuesday going, why didn't anybody like tell me to go home why didn't they bundle me up and put me in the car and reassure me and say we've got this and it was because I like maybe if I let myself go completely uh because I am fairly stoic so I'm gonna not I'm not trying to be the victim here at all um that they would have but I am stoic I know that and I, I know that I put on a brave face and I'm like oh I'm the leader I've got to do this but I should have I should have been there for me. I should have said, you know what? I can't do this. I need to go home. You guys have to step up here because they're more than capable. If anyone in your team had have fallen over like that, I mean, oh. you would have been, they would have been straight home. You would have been doing checks on them. You would have been sending yeah. them flowers. Yeah, they would have gone to the hospital <laughs> <laughs> in the ice cream van with the flashy lights. <laughs> and- have you heard that? That's from Peter Rubber, the ice cream van with the flashy lights. When he obviously means the ambulance. I love it. It's the cutest thing ever. Anyway, so if you're a leader, I think what this is what I'm saying. If you're a leader, don't wait for permission. Give it to yourself. Take yeah. what you need now. Take what you need. Take time. Take days off. I took one yesterday because I just hit a wall and I had a little bit of guilt to begin with, but let me tell you, I got over that pretty quickly. By about 11 o'clock, I was like, nah, I'm embracing this. And don't do what doesn't serve you. I think the last two years have shown me that too, that, you know, I think as studio owners, there's a lot of fluff. And I think we've talked about this before, haven't we? We do a lot of things around the edges because we want the experience for our customers to be great. We want our staff to feel wonderful. We want to do all the things. But sometimes doing those things means that we compromise ourselves in the process. So mm. we're up till, you know, one in the morning wrapping up little gifts or doing whatever we're doing. It's not actually something that serves us in no. the um, I was chatting to a friend the other day and she's doing, because it's a bit of a hot mess here in Melbourne at the moment. I won't, you know, bore anyone with details, but it's just a lot of kids are isolating and we're trying to do shows and it just feels all a little bit pointless at the moment. Um, and she's doing a photo day and I was like, why? What? <laughs> why? And she's like, and she just sort of said, I actually don't know. <laughs> Because mm. I've always done one, maybe. Like maybe you just got into the. About you know, we just keep doing what we yeah. know 
doing the same thing over and over again without stopping to think, is this actually serving me? Mm. Is it the people around me? Or am I just actually doing it just because mm. fact, it's actually causing a whole lot more right. stress? So, you know, I don't know. And I think, though, there is like, I, I know what you're saying there, but sometimes I think, oh, I should. It's like the case of the shoulds. And then when I don't, I feel guilty. Like, oh, I should, um, you know, my kids had exams. So I should get them all a flower and um, tie some bows on it. Because if I don't, they won't feel valued. And I should make sure I've got really thoughtful presents for all my staff instead of just a gift voucher. Or I should this and I should that and maybe it's the shoulds that we need to let go of because then because when I was chatting to my friend about photo day I was like <gasps> do I <laughs> <laughs> shit no <laughs> it was a fleeting thought let me <laughs> but we mm. do this. we're constantly making these judgments and comparing ourselves to others and instead actually taking the time to think about well, what is going to serve me yeah and going back to what I said before too, oh, sorry, dogs. <laughs> Hashtag dog mum life times two during this recording. So just deal with the background noise, listeners. <laughs> He's found something in my teenage daughter's room. So excellent. Could be anything. Might be sandwiches from 2012. <laughs> oh, no, not in Olivia's room. Gosh. No. No. It'll be perfume. Um, yeah, so I think... Again, so coming back to my point before too about making decisions when we're anxious, I think that's where I'm at. Sorry, I'm going around in circles, but this is really a helpful conversation. I need to give myself permission to take time so I can get out of my anxious state, flight state, so that then I can make good decisions that are going to serve me. Thank you, Jane. My pleasure. But do you know what? Um, This is probably just a really well-timed conversation. So last night... Oh, no, yesterday on my day off, I was at Target in the book section. Now, followers of me know that I like to visit the book section at Target because um, sometimes there are some really fun placements um, of of books and I like to take photos. So I was visiting that to see if I could get some attention, (laughs) see if I could find. Anyway, I didn't. There was nothing. They've let me down for months. But there is a book by Dr. Amy Shah, and it was going, I'd had my eye on it for a while, and it's called I'm So Effing Tired. And it was $10, and I thought, I'm so effing having that. So I just bundled that into, because I was meant to kind of be Christmas shopping, but let me tell you, girl, I got myself some great presents yesterday. Yeah, including this book. And so last night I was so effing tired, um, and I had a, but I just started flicking through it. And here's the thing, like your cortisol, it's it's all about hormones basically and how we're trying to, you know, we're having days off and spas and that kind of stuff, but actually we need to reset our hormones. And so you've just been in this fight, flight, freeze for Mm. a long now. So, of course, of course you're anxious. Like I think that's the other thing that, and I just, I honestly have not read much of the book. I really just flipped through it, but it it made me go, oh, this is this is not just my head, right? This is not just my head. This is my chemical. Like I'm a chemical being. 
and my chemicals are not working, just like I've got a pool. And so when the chemicals are imbalanced, it goes green really quickly and it's disgusting and you wouldn't swim in it. It's gross. But when the chemicals are perfect, I don't know how to do that because that's not in my job description, but Caitlin, my my 12-year-old does, um, then it's it's blue and sparkly and beautiful. Yeah, that is the analogy, isn't it? Like it's, it's so true. It's so true when we're not working when we're not firing on all you know we haven't had good food we haven't had good rest or we're just you know going from one thing to the other there's there's no possible way that we can be our best selves can we make decisions about good decisions no because we're just right you know our chemicals are are imbalanced so that goes back to that grace as well and just going no it's not that I'm just stuffed in the head or I'm I'm burnt out thinking that it's going to be oh you know I'll take some time off that's part of it, but part of it is just going, but there's more at play here and I need to let things kind of sort themselves out. Yes, maybe I've been giving myself grace and getting some more takeaway than I normally would because I'm so tired, but then that's had this kind of flow-on effect. So I need yeah. to go to Coles and get me some coconut yogurt and blueberries. <laughs> true you know what like I do do you do this I like I'll come home you know and I've had especially at the moment I'm not I'm not being my best self at the moment I'm coming home very up and annoyed yes of course and I walk into the house and the house because we've gone from being in lockdown for a long time and all of a sudden everyone's back doing where and you know we're all busy so it's nobody's one fault, but our house is not in the best state at the moment. And so then I get really cross. and really cross and I walk in and I'm just like, ah, why haven't you done this? Why haven't you done that? And and everyone's just looking at me like, you've got two heads. Like what? <laughs> <laughs> yep. So I think, I can't remember what book I read it in, but it's something about just stopping before you walk into a room and taking three breaths. And I'm like, I really need to do that right now. Yeah, that's nice. There's something um, that might be from From. Brendan Burchard. He he uses door frames as like a reset and it is actually really helpful. And I, I try and do that as well because I'm the same. You know, you don't, it's not fair to bring all of that other stuff um, or in the car is awesome as well. Like quite often I'll just sit in the car for a, not long, like maybe 30 seconds. Um, you've lost your dog. Oh, Mel's lost her dog. I've lost my marbles. Mel's lost her dog. He's chewing my um, charger for the laptop. I'm oh, so superb. So if we cut out, thanks, Joey, the Cavoodle. Both, he is a Cavoodle, isn't he, Miss Mel? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Both got cavoodles. Dog mums are the best mums. Um, we probably need to think about wrapping up. We've we've chatted for quite some time on that, but I wanted to also, and this is somewhat related, so I just want to bring this in on the end and talk about the idea of um, being a martyr to what we do, and it kind of goes back to that. Like I was a martyr. I was a martyr. There you go. I've said it. Um, at that, those concerts where I didn't go home. It was like I felt like I had no choice. I had to stay. I was waiting for permission, you know, like I was locked in. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think as business owners, particularly dance studio owners, we can get sucked into this idea of martyrdom. Um, and, you know, being a martyr is like really feeling like 
you have to do this thing for others. If I don't do it, nobody else will. And good job I'm here kind of space. Um, yeah. And it's, it's, a, it's dysfunctional. <laughs> it's so dysfunctional. doesn't serve you at all. I had a mum the other day that um, her, her child's isolating. Sorry, this is a little bit of a digression, but there is a point here. We've had a few. Come on in. <laughs> She um, emailed and said, so the requirements are if she tests um, positive on this day, um, she can come back. That's fine. She said, oh, but if she does this other test, which is the quick rapid test, mm. and it's negative, um, can she come back early? The school won't let her, but I told her that maybe Miss Mel might let you come back to your dance rehearsals. And I read the email, opened it, and I thought, hang on a second. Mm -hmm. You're all of that on to me mm -hmm. and I'm really upset about this <laughs> and be a martyr, mm. I can say, no, I'm not making that. That's not my decision. I'm not mm. making that. And that's somebody else's decision, not my decision to make. Mm. And I was, I was kind of quite upset about this email at first. But, again, I can make a choice about how I respond, what I take on from that, mm -hmm. and not take on any of that um energy that that person's putting on to me so Put i think you. it's mm. important isn't it otherwise we just absorb 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 all this energy mm. and we become a martyr mm. and everybody else's problems and we're not actually doing anything that serves us in the end no no and i tell you brian is brilliant at this and um he is part of our leadership team and there's there's four of us and he's the only male and he has really coached us about this particularly yeah. that that scenario that you shared when somebody is trying to put their lack of action or their agenda or whatever it is and get you making decisions yeah. for them um, and then we go, oh, yes, well, you know, it's like, oh, Lucy can't come on Tuesdays. Could she come to the class two levels higher than her on Wednesdays? Because she's very good. And we're a martyr. And we're like, oh, yes, I guess I can make that happen. I've got really no choice because otherwise Lucy's going to leave. No, like that's actually not our problem. Um, mm -hmm. And so Brian's very good at coaching us when we get those kind of requests to go, is this is this actually our problem to solve? Like, yes, they're making it sound like it is. That that's exactly what's happening here. But at the end of the day, it's it's not our problem to solve. We don't have to. We don't have to be martyrs. We don't have to solve the world's problems. Absolutely. Be like Brian. Be like <laughs> um, Thanks for that, Mel. We're gonna, we're gonna have that as a little media grab, aren't we? Be like Brian. Yes. Well, actually, I mean, there are some sometimes that I do sit in awe and just be like, well, how do you yeah. distance yourself like that? And I think it is probably a personality trait. But at the same time, there's things that we can learn and just recognise when we're stepping into that. So it's a little bit like the drama triangle. So the drama triangle is also about dysfunctions that we, we all fall into, and that is the victim, the persecutor, and the rescuer. And so obviously in that rescuer tri um, corner is where we, we tend to fall into martyrdom and, oh, I have to do this. And it's when we start saying things like, oh, my goodness, I haven't had a day off in, I hate this one, this one triggers me, mm. uh, I haven't had a day off in a month. Well, why the F not? Yep. 
Exactly. You can make it happen. You can. I'm sorry, but that's on you. (laughs) Like when people say that to me, I go, well, that doesn't sound like very good self-management to me. And I've got myself into that position, so I'm not holier than thou that I haven't had a day off in a month. But guess why? Because I've been a lazy, procrastinating, silly girl in the time leading up to it, and now I'm paying for it. So actually I did have agency there. I did have choice. I made bad choices. (laughs) I made bad choices and now I'm dealing with the consequences, but I'm not a martyr. I've not sacrificed myself. Oh, I haven't had a day off. I'm an idiot. So I think the thing is we all fall into these different dysfunctions. It's just when they happen to just to go, oh, hello, oh, oops, I see you there. Yeah, definitely. And plan for it. Next week before my, we're not doing a show, we're just doing a filming, but that's next weekend. Yeah. Thursday I'm going to the hot springs and on the Friday I'm getting my hair done and that's locked in. It's got to be done by Wednesday. That's my time. Yeah, yeah, change your due date. Yeah, change your due date. Everything's got to be done by Wednesday. Love it. Love it. I'm always very jealous when you post that you're at those hot springs. It's in my on my bucket. I've never been to a hot spring. My <laughs> gosh, on my bucket list. So good. So good. Well, thanks, Miss Mel. This has been very, I feel like I've had a lovely therapy session with you. <laughs> I've actually just resolved a whole lot of stuff. And the dog is now eating a cardboard box. And I don't Excellent. know. Excellent. Well, I hope it's a tasty cardboard box. Mine. <laughs> Mine is sleeping like the good boy that he is for this 30 seconds. All right, Miss Mel, we'll chat again next time. Good chat, Jane. Bye for now. Thanks for joining Miss Mel and I at the bar today. During that chat, I mentioned a couple of books and what I've done is put them in my Instagram bio for you to easily find them. So check that out for you. They're also in the show notes. While you're on the bio, check out my December group coaching workshop, Plan With Purpose. (laughs) Take your dreams and visions from the page to a plan and using steps, I'll walk you through on December the 14th. Of course, if you can't make it, I'll be recording it. So head to the bio, check out the books mentioned in this podcast and check out that workshop. Thanks for joining me at the bar. To find out more about past episodes or how I can help you grow your own leadership or train student teachers, head to dancestep.com.au. Great leaders create leaders and I'm here to help you be and do both. And please remember to rate and review me on your podcast player of choice. See you next time at The Bar. been listening to another Morgan Media production.